write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? No I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home We while focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft I hope the Brujas Let this last that was a great sounds of Watson with outside on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself prestige with my partner in crime, Long Island raised Elm City made EZ Blues is in the building. Easy Blues, you are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, we all need to really, 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 really look upon things because there is something about style that is so so super important it is that extra step in self-expression that lets our souls be free and tells the world this is who we are and this is what we stand for and as we'll say people of a masculine aspect of it sometimes that style can get overlooked you know because you just pick up the first t-shirt you find you smell it it's somewhat clean and you go about your day. But there are people out here to tell us that that is not the right way to go. And I respect it because before a stylist, I was a hot mess and I'm not much better. So I want you all to understand how important it is because if you can look the part, you can play the part. If you can play the part, you can be the part and you can move forward. A good stylist can boost your self-image to the point where you can stand shoulder to shoulder with the gods. And today we have someone that can do that for you. I want you to put your hands together. Not if you're driving. Please keep your hands at 10 and 2. We don't need any accidents. But mentally, put your hands together for the amazing, the incredible Lillian Harrison. How are you? I'm great. How are you? That was a fantastic introduction. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank that was you. amazing. You know, that was amazing. That's how we feel. That's how we feel. <laughs> you should get paid. Yes, that was fantastic. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, may maybe in 2023, I'll take I'll take the act on cameo. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> People pay me to gas them up. It'll be great. Um, but honestly, this isn't about me. This is 100% about you. For, for the yes, listener that has no idea um, who you are or what you do, can you first... Tell them your brand and what it is. Yes. Um, so first, you can call me L. Um, most people do. Um, okay. My brand is L.K. Styling and Design Company. Um, so as you mentioned um, in the intro, I am a personal stylist. Um, so I assist you in your wardrobe choices bringing out the confidence, the best version of you through clothing and through creativity. Um, I also am a designer as well. Um, so nice. I have the ability to create some pieces for you. I started out just doing basic accessories like bow ties, ties and pocket squares, and I've since expanded there. Um, so we actually have the ability to um, really bring out your personal touch and choice of like fabrics and patterns and things of that sort. Um, and finally, I am a tailor. So I have the ability to take the garments that you already have or your new garments and make sure that they fit um, best for your body type as well. What made you want to do this? Um, so I actually kind of walked into it. Um, okay. You know, it wasn't necessarily something that I would say as a kid, you know, I wanted to set out to be a stylist or be in the fashion world. 
Mm -hmm. Um, But I did recognize that as a kid, there was a way that I wanted to express myself that I wasn't necessarily able to. Um, Mm -hmm. Growing up down south, it's very conservative. Um, Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and being also raised by my grandmother, who was ultra conservative, um, it was very, uh, very strict in terms of what I'm allowed to wear, um, very much gender oriented. Um, so although as a kid, I was more of a tomboy and I wanted to kind of wear that type of clothing, I wasn't necessarily allowed to. Um, so it wasn't really until, you know, college when I was out on my own that I was starting to be able to kind of find out what is my personal style, what looked best mm-hmm. for me and what I was really interested in. Um, but yeah, getting into menswear, um, out of college, I needed a job. Um, Understandable. <laughs> and Understandable. Um, at the time, it was very difficult for me to find something within my field within social work. Um, mm-hmm. So thankfully, on um, one random day, I walked into a retail store, apparently made a great impression, um, not intentionally, um, just right. being a customer. And it ended up opening the door to um, a brand new world for me. Um, and that store ended up being Men's Warehouse um, in Meriden. The store mm-hmm. manager sparked a random conversation with me, offered me a position just simply based off of how I presented myself, how I carried myself and my conversation. And here we are, you know, 12 years later. And now from what I learned at Men's Warehouse, I have created my own, my own business. It's funny how these things happen, right? Yeah, it was definitely um, ordained steps for sure, for sure. Now, just being a woman in the industry, how hard is it designing men's clothing? Or actually, how hard is it just pitching it just to different people? Um, it, it varies. It's, it's on kind of a pendulum swing. Um, mm-hmm. There are some clients who love it because they say, hey, you know, it's you guys that are looking at us. Um, Mm -hmm. You tell me what is attractive to you, what looks great, what attracts your eye. Um, So there are some who are just completely open to my level of expertise and my experience. And then you have others that because I am of a different gender, it's very difficult for them to take my word for it. Um, Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I tend to have to kind of dress the part. Um, just to kind of show them that I, I am very serious. I know exactly what I'm doing. And, um, and oftentimes I'm able to win them over. But it, it can be a little difficult at times. But most often it tends to help me in this industry because, again, you know, the opposite sex is looking to see what is going to attract, uh, be attractive for them. So hmm. I, like, I like the whole background you got there, Elle. Um, it looks like you have a lot of stories to tell. <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> now, with now, is it, now, is this your studio right here that, that we're looking at? Yes, it is. Um, okay. I'm located at 1399B State Street in New Haven. Um, nice. And this is now my fifth month um, in this particular studio location. I'm so grateful for it. It was a uh, thank you. You're it welcome. was something that was on my my vision board, and it mm-hmm. ended up you know coming to pass. So I'm very very grateful to be able to have a space where now I can come to and I can do my work. My clients can come into a location here versus me entering into their home. Um, so it just makes everything very central and localized. So it's great. Now, was that mainly the reason you picked New Haven? Was because it was like, because New Haven's a great city. Um, a lot of culture, um, a, lot, a lot of ways to connect and network with people. Was those, was those the main reasons you chose the Elm City? 
Yes, absolutely. Um, I actually moved to New Haven out of college. So I graduated in 2011 Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. New Haven was the city that I ended up choosing because of those reasons. Um, Having a lot of opportunities, the ability to network um, and because of the little bit of taste that I had of New Haven, I wanted to make sure that when I was able to get back on my feet and once I started this business, I wanted to come back to this particular hub. The creative hub here is so amazing. The level of support here is amazing. The opportunities that you have, um, the information, there's like a wealth of it all around you. Um, So being um, in an environment where you are fully supported, you're fully seen, um, it, it's, it's absolutely amazing. So I, I love being in New Haven, being surrounded by other creatives because they also push you as well into different areas and aspects that you necessarily may not have pushed yourself into. Hmm. Are we, were you part of any other fashion shows that have been happening uh, throughout the past couple of years? Um, so actually, I participated in one of my first fashion shows back in August. Okay. Um, so myself and two other designers and entrepreneurs within the New Haven community partnered with Concorp and we created an event called Black Excellence New Haven. Nice. And the premise of this entire event was to bring together all of the different types of businesses within the area, Black-owned businesses specifically within the area, and okay. to celebrate them. Um, so we put together a day where we invited up to about 20 vendors to come out to sell their products or promote their businesses or um, programs that they had. We also put together a fashion show where we showcased five designers, myself included, um, black stylists, models, and things of that sort. And so it was just a day to show the community that all of your resources really are here. And sometimes you really just don't know that they are here. So it's great that you have a podcast like this, like behind the brand, where you're able to really um, expose a lot of the small businesses that are here. And, you know, a lot of us don't know about each other and we can help each other. We can uh, send customers and clients to one another. And since we, uh, you know, have put together that event, um, the partnership amongst this particular creative community has just grown stronger. And we just started having our meetings for 2023. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. Easy. How do you feel about that? I I think it's a a fantastic thing. And also, thank you for the compliments. But. We're, we're just, we're just, we're, we're just, me. I'm just a penguin and, 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 and he is just the most incredible human being in the history of forever. Um, and, and it is the whole reason we put this show together was because there are so many stories that aren't told and we appreciate every single human being that is sitting in your chair right now that is allowing us to help tell your guys story because that, that is, that is the most important thing, at least to us. Um, and we hope to the rest of the world. Um, I love that um, your message is also about unity, about coming together, because that's something that, that, that P and I talk about all the time, you know, as if quoted by the amazing philosopher that wrote uh, the, the incredible movie Three Ninjas, um, you know, a finger is massively fragile and easily to be broken. But if you can take those five fingers and put them together as a fist, it's one of the strongest things out there. So if we can all come together, we can be that fist to push through that, that next level of success 
Now, as you are creating, as I go off on, on a slight tangent, but as you are creating, you know, the, the in particular style, how much time is it that you're spending directly with the client to get their vibe or do you come into it with an idea already? Um, I spend a good amount of time with the client. I really like to get to know who they who they are, their personality, um, what type of things they are involved in. You know, where do you mm -hmm. work? What do you do on the weekends? What do you do for fun? Um, when you go out, you know, on the weekend, what are the type of places that you uh, that you visit? All of those different things are going to kind of tell me your lifestyle. And I also mm -hmm. want to know what is the, di the direction that you want to go. Um, there are some clients that reach out to me, maybe they just had a, a life change, they've had a career change, and they may not know necessarily how to kind of redirect their style to represent this new person that they are, whether it's a, a weight loss journey that they went on, or they're mm -hmm. in a new relationship, or they left a toxic relationship, and they want to, you know, get back out on the scene, but they don't necessarily know who they are on the inside or how they want to represent mm -hmm. themselves to the world. Um, so it's very important for me to just really sit down and just have a conversation with a client, not necessarily like an interview, but to really mm -hmm. just sit down and just chat with them. Um, and that really allows them to, number one, open up to me, and it allows them to see that I'm looking at them as a person. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, right. um, everything that you have and that you, um, that you need is already in you. We just have to figure out how to get it out and how we can express that. And some people, the only way for them to do that is through clothing. Um, so yeah, so I take quite a bit of time um, to sit down, just to chat with them, just to find out what is their lifestyle like, or what are some things that they want to try. And now we can kind of maybe direct their clothing towards, you know, that particular area of your life. So it's very important for me to get to know them on a personal level. Mm, that is absolutely amazing. And I hope the listener at home really absorbs that the one set sentence you stated in there, you know, everything you need is already inside of you. We just need to figure out how to get it out there. And I love that you do it through, through the fashion journey, um, mainly because um, I stink at it. Um, I, I, <laughs> everything you shouldn't do, I do because why not? Um, but at the, at the end of the day, it's also so super important and, you know, as we are moving forward, as, as we are evolving as a species, you know, we're starting to see the, um, in, in fashion in particular, the lines of gender being as blurred as possible. Is that something yeah. that you are evolving with? Or is that something that is, is giving you a slight pushback because of how you were raised? No, I mean, that's the very reason that I kind of dove into this. Um, when I started kind of working in the menswear world with retail, um, there would be a couple of days where I would walk into the store and I would, you know, kind of dress up in full suiting attire. And it would be the one thing that would turn people's heads because it would be something that is so different from, from the norm. Um, mm -hmm. And that kind of ended up kind of becoming my, my personal style is um, taking something that's so masculine and adding mm -hmm. a little bit of a feminine touch to it. Um, and also too, you know, like you mentioned within recent years with the, the lines being blurred in terms of, of the way that you kind of express your gender, um, it even has changed the way that I even approach clients or even how I describe my type of business. So mm -hmm. rather than just saying that I'm a men's stylist, I'm a menswear inspired stylist. So that Ooh. way, you know, yeah. you have, you know, people of, of the other gender or those who are gender fluid 
you know, they have the, the uh, ability to kind of go um, in between both of the styles and be totally and completely comfortable with it. So it's completely opened up um, my ability to, to serve the community, um, to serve, you know, people who identify, um, you know, as a gender fluid. And, you know, just mm -hmm. to also show that clothing is, is just, a, again, a way to just simply express yourself. And as long right. as you feel comfortable and confident in how you're expressing yourself, then, then who cares? You can break the norms, but I'm, I'm so grateful that there is, you know, uh, more of an acceptance to be able to really mm -hmm. be true to yourself. Um, I think that is one of the things that have prevented a lot of people um, from really just being true to their style because they're looking out there and they're saying, I don't look like that, or I don't fit mm -hmm. like this, or I'm not that size. And now because of in inclusivity, which I'm so grateful for, whether it's gender or whether it's with your size or your race, um, you know, everyone has the ability to, to truly express themselves. And because of that, people are now more inclined to kind of try new things, um, to mm -hmm. be a little bit more creative. Um, and that is where it's fun for my world. Mm. No, I, and it's also, I, I love the fact that how in the clothing world, it has truly come full circle because one of the reasons why there was a division in clothing for gender was to make more money. If they, you know, painted this blue and this pink, they could sell it differently and they learned how to market it differently. And now we're at a point where, hey, wear what you want, be who you want. And that's where the industry has grown to. It has taken over a hundred plus years to get there, but it is, it is so beautiful that we are finally here. Yes, I, I 100% agree for sure. Me too on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself prestige with my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building on Behind the Brand. L, you taught yourself how to sew through YouTube. How hard was that? Um, very difficult, <laughs> very difficult, truthfully, um, but possible. Um, what I love, especially with technology too, is that you yeah. literally have the whole world in your hands. You, you can do. learn literally anything that you want. So I'm so mm -hmm. grateful for, um, the people who took the time to like put those videos together to teach me, um, you know, how to sew, but yeah, it was, a lot of trial and error for mm -hmm. sure um, because mm -hmm. there are a lot of when it comes to sewing and design there are kind of like a lot of kind of like small minute details that you may not necessarily know as a newbie and that an expert may forget to kind of share with you so as you're kind of following through with the videos it's like oh I didn't know that you did that or I'm not entirely sure what that meant um, but learning that particular way through trial and error through having to kind of look up vocabulary words and find out, well, what does a seam allowance mean? And what does mm. a top stitch mean? And all of those different things. Like it, I think it has created more um, of a depth for me um, as a designer and also more of an appreciation when I'm looking at the clothing and the things that I'm pulling for my customers, if I'm styling for them rather than design, designing, now I have more of an appreciation because I understand what it takes now put something like this together but uh yeah it was it's not for the faint of heart <laughs> for mm. sure but it's possible it's definitely possible it takes a lot of patience to do what you do at that yes 100 percent. a lot of patience and you, you know you can't give up and you have to accept that you will make mistakes 
but the mm -hmm. more mistakes you make, the closer you are to perfecting your craft. So, you were representing your co a company on for WTNH uh, Channel Eight. How was that experience? I think the show was called what CT Style. Yes, it was called CT Style, yeah. and let me tell you, that experience is really what ignited. Um, me to kind of want to do this as mm -hmm. a lifestyle and not just as a nine to five. Um, right. When you're behind the scenes and on set and you're looking at how everything is coming together, um, you're focusing on the look of the person and also making sure that it looks great on camera and having all of these different things that you have to kind of think about, making sure that their personal style is reflective, it's attractive to the audience. Mm -hmm. You know, having that particular experience was really, really cool. Um, also, being on set and being interviewed was a really great experience as yeah. well, too. Um, but it really just opened up a brand new world outside of the four walls that I was in working in a retail store and just helping the customer walking in. Mm -hmm. Now I'm exposed to another completely different world of fashion. And man, it, it ignited a fire in me for sure. <laughs> now i know oh i see the finger yes I'm on well a yeah no, thought, just because just, just because be no it, it, it's so it's so so <laughs> true because people yeah. don't really understand like on this show the hours upon hours that prestige and i sit and talk about what beanie and headphones we're gonna wear to make sure that it's unified <laughs> moving forward i mean just hours upon hours on the phone are you sure we're going blue this month yeah, we're yeah. on blue. It'll be fine. You know, you're wearing your glasses. I always have to yes. wear my glasses. Okay, cool. Perfect. So it matches up great. So thank you for pointing that out. We appreciate it. You guys made great choices today. You made fantastic choices today. Thank you. Thank you. Not so good tomorrow, but today we're on point. <laughs> I lost my train of thought right now. Thank you. I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't pass up on that moment. All right. <laughs> it's okay it's okay it's fine but i know you're focused on men's clothing um any way to go outside the box you're thinking probably in the foreseeable future because i don't know your plans of yet that that's 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 on your side of the fence um you're ever thinking of going with children uh going more with women's clothing experimenting just you know just little designs please tell me just what's inside yeah. your head I'm definitely interested in expanding beyond what I currently know. Okay. Um, and this year for me, um, for 2023, is really all about trying new things and getting of out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. um, this experience right now is very far out of my comfort zone. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm off to a great start, um, you know, for, for accomplishing that. But yes, um, I actually um, have a client that I just met with yesterday who would like okay. for me to recreate um, um, a photo. So it was uh, him as a baby with his dad. So he wants to recreate this photo now with his son. So wow. I'm you know, mm. now tasked to be able to kind of put together or design a little outfit for his son that is a replica of what he was wearing as a little baby when he took that picture years ago with his dad. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, in terms of like accessories and, and ties and bow ties and things, I've definitely ex uh, have gone and branched out with children, especially with wedding parties when they're, you have little ring bearers and things of that sort. Um, but, you know, yes, I'm expanding out into kids and for women for sure as well. Um, again, that's why I went, I'm going with the route or the terminology like menswear inspired, 
um, mm -hmm. because I can easily take, you know, a, a really cool dress shirt, throw a really cool belt with it, throw some heels on and add a nice little scarf to it. And now as a female, you have a menswear inspired garment, but you completely transformed it mm. into something that fits your personal style a little bit better. So it's very simple for me to kind of take these menswear type of pieces and add a little mm. bit of femininity to it. And that's the world that I really want to branch into. And I'm putting together a really cool campaign um, that'll be coming out in March that will actually kind of show that juxtaposition between the two. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that, so yeah, that, I'm definitely looking to yeah. expand the brand for sure. Is that a little bit harder? Just women's clothing? Because like women are very picky for what they wear. They're really uh careful what they put on their body, how they want to present themselves in public. Is that harder? And from my experience, yes. Yeah. And okay. also too, because you're dealing with a lot of different body types and a lot yeah. of mm -hmm. different structures. Um, so when it comes to, you know, the gentleman's body, like when it comes to kind of taking mm -hmm. basic measurements, you know, you can, you know, take two measurements and kind of guess, you know, where this person is going to be in terms of their mm -hmm. size. But when it comes to the female anatomy, you have to take into account so many different curves and things of that sort. And when it comes to body image as well, it's rooted a mm. little bit, a little bit more deeply, I would say, mm -hmm. um, on the feminine side than on the masculine side. Not to say that um, body image is not an issue, you know, yes. um, for men, Absolutely. Um, but it's a little bit more prominent when it comes to working with females. And also mm -hmm. when you have social media um, and you have Photoshop and you have all of these different things mm -hmm. like showing you how you quote unquote should look, it makes it a little bit harder for your everyday woman to really feel comfortable in their skin. And mm -hmm. that again is the, the job and um, the, the hard part of a stylist is because we have to kind of break through all of those barriers and those societal norms and those things that you've told yourself over the years. And you have to be able to kind of get your client to see themselves through a completely different lens. So a part of it is just quieting the noise of what social media, what society tells you mm -hmm. um, and, you know, being comfortable and kind of trying new things. But yes, it is, it is a bit more difficult on that side because of, because of those, those different features for sure. A little bit more challenging, but not impossible. Throwing the ball mm -hmm. to you, Easy Blues, fingers up. Well, no, I, 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 I really wanted, cause you mentioned it, you know, you got out of school and got a, a job in retail um, and you, you were, you know, got a degree in social work. Um, and from hearing you talk about, you know, the societal standards and social media and stuff, I see how well that plays into it. Um, do you really look at that as the asset it is? Or was that just something I stumbled on because I was paying attention? You know, I just honestly, within the last year, realized how it all connected. Mm -hmm. Truthfully, um, when I left school, my I wanted to be a social worker. Like that was my mm -hmm. goal. Um, but coming out of school, it was very difficult for me to get a job. Um, when I went mm -hmm. into college, all you needed was your bachelor's degree so that you can get the experience. By the mm -hmm. time I graduated, it's you need your bachelor's plus X amount of years of experience. Mm -hmm. Then you've meet, met our qualifications. So that's right. why it was so difficult for me to kind of find something within my field. And thank goodness, you know, even though through life's hardships, it ended up leading me to Men's Warehouse because I wasn't mm -hmm. able to find a job for a long time out of college, right. which ended up getting me evicted. 
from the place mm. that I was in New Haven. Wow. Um, and um, so for, for days, I was living in my car and sleeping on friends' couches. And, oh you know, thankfully, I had people in my life who saw what was going on and were in a position to be able to take me in. That's mm-hmm. how I ended up mm-hmm. in, in Meriden. And it's because I ended up in Meriden that I randomly went into the mall, walked into a men's warehouse, just walking through stores, struck up a conversation with the store manager. And that's how all of these doors ended up opening. Um, But I now look at everything that I learned in college and just my natural care for Mm -hmm. people. I always want to be of service to people. I'm just now realizing how I'm taking um, what I've learned in school cool and I'm just applying it in a different way through fashion so it's just a different path than what I expected Mm -hmm. to be able to do but I'm still doing something that I love I'm still impacting people in a positive way I'm still Mm -hmm. able to give back to the community and just really um spread positivity you know to as many people as possible whether it's through words through um you know just you changing how you feel and view yourself and then through style that, that's absolutely incredible. And, and first and foremost, I just want to thank you for being as open and um, honest with your experience um, and for feeling comfortable enough to share that with us. That is huge. We, we absolutely love that. And we respect every part of that. And it's another way for the listener at home to understand that no matter how dark it gets around you, there is dawn. You just have to make it to the morning. Um, so thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for st- struggling through it to be here, to have your own shop. I mean, high five. Like, I hope you're giving yourself thank flowers you. for understanding where you came from to where you are. That is a beautiful journey. Um, and I'm so glad glad you, you are, are here with us today. Um, as you are continuing to grow and, and continue on, on this journey, um, what's like the biggest thing, Sans the 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 stuff we talked about that's coming up in March. What's the biggest uh, moment on your calendar so far for 2023? Um, so the biggest thing for me is the launching of my new brand. So, and being mm. an entrepreneur, being a creative um, and kind of be- being in the mud with it, you, you learn oftentimes that sometimes you have to pivot. Um, sometimes you may mm-hmm. have to change direction based off of the feedback, or you may have to um, expand your brand beyond what you may have thought. Um, I love the name LDATK Styling and Design Company. Um, the foundation of that name is from my grandmother's. My mm-hmm. uh, first and uh, middle name, Lillian Kathleen, I was named after my two grandmothers. I took the L and the K and I um, put that into my brand. Um, I was raised down South uh, with my grandmother, Kathleen, when she she passed away. um, When I was in high school, I moved up here with my aunt Dot. So the L from Lillian, my mother's mother, the Dot from my aunt Dot who took, uh, took me in in high school. And then the K from Kathleen from my grandmother who raised me down South. So all three of those ladies are responsible for who I am today. Um, So it's very meaningful for me to have that be a part of my brand. Um, However, being the type of uh, industry that I'm in and the type of clientele that I would like to attract, um, the name and the clientele doesn't always match up. Mm -hmm. Um, So and being that I want to continue to represent, you know, my family, 
I'm the youngest of four. Um, and unfortunately, one of my siblings passed away. Mm. And um, I often wonder what life would be like had he not, um, if all four of us were together. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to be able to kind of keep his memory alive. So in July, I'm actually going to uh, rebrand and all of my designs are now going to be named uh, Andrew James Limited, which is uh, my brother's mm. name. Okay. Um, and the reason that I have limited uh, specifically there is for two reasons. Number one, when it comes to you as my client or just as a person, you are a limited edition. There's literally only one of you and you are designed for a reason. You are here for a reason. So take advantage of that. Um, and also you have a limited amount of time on the earth. So be yourself. Find out who that is and be that unapologetically. Um, so I am going to be launching that um, in July. It's going to be launched on his 37th birthday um, because I want the birth of this new line and this new brand to line up with his birth as well and to um, mm. just keep his memory alive, especially within my family as well, too. Wow. I'm really, I'm really, really excited about that. So yeah, so Definitely. any, all of my, my neckwear, my dress shirts, my pants, things of that sort, uh, things of that sort will all be now um, Andrew James Limited. Um, if you're looking for styling or tailoring services, LDAC Pay, um, the styling company will still be here. So we're just kind of splitting up and just focusing on, um, on the two different sectors of the business and aligning it more with our clientele. So I'm really, really, really excited to, uh, to show that. I know you established yourself in Connecticut uh, just with all this hard work that you put in, but you ever just thinking about just one day just going down south and just exploring your ideas, talking to other creators, talking to other entrepreneurs like yourself and trying to build some kind of, you know, resume and just like expand your brand down there, like where you grew, where you grew up back then? Yeah, I'm actually really interested um, in okay. going back down south. Um, I am interested in expanding my brand and actually going back to my roots. Um, funny you should mention that I actually went back home for the first time in about wow. uh, like 18 years oh, um, wow. last year. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and it was actually during that trip that I reunited with my father as well, too, which is oh, a whole cool. other <laughs> a whole other thing. And that's, you know, again, why, um, you know, like bringing an intertwining family into my brand is so meaningful for me because my family is not your typical, um, you know, nuclear family. Um, but I've always wanted to really try to stay connected somehow, um, to everyone, but yeah, I'm definitely interested. There's a different type of culture, um, that's down South as well too. a different type of style. Um, so I'm interested for sure in expanding out there, but also um, getting myself educated on the different types of styles and fabrics and things that they utilize down south. It's a little bit different from from us up here. Um, so, but yeah, absolutely. I, I would love to expand You're for so sure. Right. 100. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It really is. But easy. I did mm -hmm. see your finger up a little while ago. I just had to just express that concern. Oh yeah, no, no, word, right. word. All yeah. I was going to say is, is, is from what, what I'm hearing about the, mm -hmm. the, the launch and the rebrand is we need to have you back on in August. That's, that's all I was going to say. <laughs> hey, I'm here for it. <laughs> word, I would love, look at that. I would absolutely love that. <laughs>
fantastic. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Have you ever done weddings? Yeah, um, okay. those are actually some of my first uh, customers because um, oftentimes, right. um, you know, people would be looking for, you know, especially when it comes to their neckwear, they're looking for a specific color to coordinate with the mm -hmm. bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, too, you'll have the, um, you know, uh, one of the partners who wants to stand out from, you know, the rest of the people in the wedding party. And they may not necessarily know exactly how to do that. Um, so that's exactly where I come into play. Um, I also offer a service where the day of your wedding I will come and I will set everything up for you. I'll make sure that everyone is dressed the way that they are supposed to be dressed. As you're taking your photos, I'm making sure that the watch is being shown, cufflinks are the way that they should be, you know, even down to the ladies and things of that sort. So I personally love working with weddings. It's very fun working with the couple um, just to find out what their collective style is and mm -hmm. how we can kind of unify, you know, the two worlds together to make it so mm -hmm. that their big day is very memorable. But it's, it's a lot of fun. A lot oh, of fun. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I, I have a question. Um, in, yes. in, in working with weddings and stuff, like in your initial contract, do you, do you state like, I will totally help you the day of as long as bachelorette and bachelor parties are not the night before? Because I mean, I've, I've, I've been in a couple of weddings that, 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 that morning is tough. <laughs> yes. You know, that's a good idea to have that clause in there. <laughs> being, just being real. Looking out for you. Looking out for you. Um, but, you know, I thinking about that, I do come prepared. So, uh, for example, if there's like a groomsman suite or things of that sort, I'll make sure if it's not already set up with like waters and things of that sort. I think of all of those things, like when right. I'm hired by that mm -hmm. particular, um, by that particular couple. But yes, it can definitely make for things to be very, very rowdy for sure. Um, mm -hmm. but Hey, if you've helped out a prom kid, then you can help out, you know, a wedding party too. So, <laughs> 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 Just saying, I've seen some things. So I'm yes. gonna say. And all I'm gonna say is we're on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, with my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. We got Lillian Pearson, Kathleen, with us on behind the brand, and learning a lot about her. And, and she has a lot of great stories to tell us right here. And we got plenty of time left on the show. Um, <laughs> Lillian, are yeah. men too comfortable? when it comes to what they wear how do you bring them outside that box because like we're very stubborn sometimes oh yes you are yeah, um yeah it you know a lot of times it really just for one it takes especially with my clients building mm -hmm. a rapport of trust so once you have gotten to a place where you trust my expertise, then a lot of times it becomes a little bit easier for me to kind of sneak little different things in. Right. Um, mm -hmm. As a stylist, what I don't want to do is completely scare you away from, mm -hmm. you know, the ability to kind of step out of your comfort zone a little bit. Um, so what I will do is I'll meet you where you are, right? right. Mm -hmm. But I will kind of find out, well, what what is that one thing that you wanted to try that you never thought you would? And rather mm -hmm. than going all the way to left field to that one thing, I'm going to find something that's just going to put you in that direction a little bit closer. 
So mm -hmm. rather than just kind of forcing something brand new to you, I'm going to meet you where you are. And then I'm going to try to um, show you and provide you with logical reasons as to why now, hey, I understand that you like this particular type of jean. You love wearing jeans wherever you go. Okay, that's great. But let's get a pair of jeans that fit very well with you. Let's get a nice pair of jeans that you can actually wear when you go out to a bar. They're going to look very nice versus the type of jean that you wear during the day that's going to be kind of ripped a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just really, if I take the time to just educate you and provide you with reasons as to why it may be okay to go in this direction, then you'll be more willing to try it. And once you step into that direction and you look at yourself and you're like, okay, that's not as bad as I thought. Now I have opened up a brand new door and now mm -hmm. I can start introducing a few more things into the mix. But it's about kind of introducing the, the new things just a little bit at a time. Because if I throw something left field at you guys, y'all get scared. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually going to ask the, 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 the other side of that question. Um, have you had to deal with the type of client that already is so far left field that you kind of have to rein them back a little bit? And is that a totally different process? Because like, for example, if Prestige and I were to come into your shop, um, Prestige is the one that you're going to nudge through and me, I'm going to be swinging from the rafters going, I want everything in turquoise. You know what I mean? <laughs> so how do you deal with, you know, two different individuals walking through on the complete different side of the spectrum? Yeah, so for the customer that may be like completely left field, okay, let's take one of those aspects and let's, you know, focus on that. So let's say, you know, I have a client who loves wearing printed shirts, um, but also loves to like throw a tie and all, all of these other things with it. Okay, you know what, why don't we lose the tie? Why don't we, you know, pair this printed shirt with more of like a solid jacket? So now your shirt that you love is more of a focus. And, you know, we can throw in like a really fun shoe style that complements your shirt. So we can take some of those um, pieces that they love in terms of, you know, kind of, I won't say like outlandish, but more of like the left field style or like kind of mm -hmm. the out of the box styles. We can take different elements of those pieces and um, accentuate those for you, but maybe not take all of those pieces and put them all together at one time. Awesome. There you go. Mm -hmm. I'm convinced. <laughs> See? <laughs> but even for example if you know for example if you love turquoise like if you look at uh like for example like just as an example steve harvey mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. his stylist has created um his type of style where it's all what's called monochromatic or all you know one color mm -hmm. just different shades of that one color so let's right. just say hey let's Maybe turquoise is your favorite color. Okay, cool. Let's figure out how we can take your favorite color and your personality and create an entire look that you're going to be comfortable and you're going to be excited about. And that really right. showcases you. Right. Yeah, there are ways around it for sure. <laughs> and and, and, ju and just to clear up for the, the listener at home, I really don't care about any colors. I just like saying turquoise. I just wanted to say <laughs> turquoise as many times as I could on the air. That was my challenge for today. I've said my secret <laughs> word, ah, and now the playhouse is back to <laughs> Did you have anybody come to you and just ask to make someone over, change their life around? Actually, yeah. And you okay. want to know something? That is so much fun to do. Um, and it, But it really all depends on how receptive that 
particular person is. Um, but yeah, it's understandable. It's a it's a lot of fun to do. My favorite part of the entire process, whether it's I'm putting together a look for you or you're picking out fabrics and I'm designing a product for you, is once you put everything on, that moment of transformation. When you look at yourself and you're like, ah, this is dope. You know, like this is how I want to feel all the time. Um, so that that for me is is very important when it comes to kind of working with with my customers and with with my clientele, for sure. It's not, it's nice. Now, um, I should have asked this earlier on within this interview, but who were some of your influences when you were really getting into the fashion game? We really wanted to learn when you really wanted to better yourself. Who were some of those inspires? And do you even have any new influencers or new people that 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 mentor you to become a better person than who you are? Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I was um reflecting back over the weekend and preparing for our conversation today, I was thinking about as a kid, um, right. the type of styles that I that I really looked up to and that I, I loved. And mm. I recognized kind of a theme. Like I loved Aaliyah. I loved mm. um, Lisa Left Eye, um, Lopez. Um, I loved Missy because she was so out of the box and um, she didn't necessarily confine to like gender norms. Um, mm -hmm. I loved how, you know, Aaliyah and Left Eye, they were in a way like tomboys, but they had a sense of femininity to them. Um, right. Same thing mm -hmm. with like Sporty Spice from the Spice Girls. So right. there was, you know, some consistency in terms of like the type of uh, the type of look that I was attracted to. But right. of course, as a kid, I couldn't mimic, you know, being down south. Um, mm -hmm. When I got the freedom to kind of be able to express my own right. personal style, that ended up being more of the style that I started kind of gravitating towards. Um, so as a kid, those were definitely some people that I looked up to that my style was influenced by. Um, now that I'm in this particular world, there are some stylists that, oh my gosh, I admire so much. One being um, June Ambrose. Um, so if you can remember the Missy Elliott music video where she's wearing the um, the the garbage bag mm -hmm. so that stylist was june ambrose she it was put that entire yes yes mm -hmm. um so the stylist june ambrose was the person behind that entire look and actually behind a lot of the looks that you'll see within her music videos um uh ellie caramuth Car um is the stylist for steve harvey so even if you look at his transformation going from the extra long suits and, you know, mm -hmm. the four button suits with the wide leg pants to now you see him now so fashion forward, has like his slip on loafers. He'll do, you know, the scarves and the shades. Um, that particular stylist was the person who is responsible for that transformation. Um, you have um, Law Roach, who is the stylist for Zendaya who can take mm. her from, you know, menswear inspired looks to absolute glam for the Met Gala. Um, so those mm. are people that I look towards. Um, Jay Bolin, another menswear stylist as well. Nice. He has the ability to mix prints and patterns in a way that I just, I can't mm. see it. Um, but I'm forever, you know, inspired um, by these people. So I'm, I'm constantly looking at them. I'm looking at um, how their style has evolved. 
um, the type of clients that they um, that they work with. Mm-hmm. We actually have someone from Connecticut. His name is Matthew Reisman, um, who cool. is a tailor to the stars, to Cardi B, to Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just a uh, reconstructed um, a dress for the Critics' Choice Awards. So, you know, you have talent all over the place. You know, Matthew Reisman, again, coming from Connecticut and taking a dive into design. And now he's working with with the stars. So those are people that I look up to in terms of like celebrity stylists, but then also someone who was local who took their talent of tailoring. And now they are all over the world just using something as simple as tailoring and fashion. And they're, they're changing lives. So those are some people that I look up to. What do you feel is missing within the fashion industry, within just surrounding, within New Haven? What do you feel that is missing? With all the great stuff that you've done, with all the great networking that you've done, with all the accomplishments that have happened within your career, what do you feel is just needed right now? That's a really good question. It's good like that. I, I think, oh man, that's a really, really <laughs> good question. I think one of the things that is needed, at Mm. least within the New Haven community, is a bit more unity in terms of our sectors. Mm. Um, And what I mean by that is, you know, you can walk downtown or like any place within New Haven and you have so many different small businesses that either may be similar to each other or within, you know, a similar type of style of cohort. And, you know, there are a lot of us designers and stylists and things that are out here that are kind of working independently. I think it would be really cool if there was like some type of showcase or something where we can collectively as a creative community kind of come together and really kind of become a fashion footprint or a creative footprint that New Haven is already becoming. Um, But Mm -hmm. I think that like you were talking about earlier, you know, just, you know, the one finger by itself, um, is not as strong, but if you put all five together and you make a fist, then imagine the impact that you're going to have. Mm-hmm. So I think that I would like to see a little bit more unity, um, a little bit more um, like community building just between like the different brands, designers, stylists, or all of us come together um, and just create like a really cool event. You have your photographers, you have your videographers, your stylists, your designers, your models, you have, Mm -hmm. you know, your marketing people, like you have everything here. And that reverts right back to um, our Black Excellence event. um, That's the start of it, where we wanted to really show each other we're all here. Everything that you need is right in your backyard. And you don't have to go to a major corporation to get what you need. You can mm-hmm. go to this small business and you can go and you can support them. And now they're going to have longevity because you decided to support them and you're bringing your friends to them. So I, mm-hmm. I that's what I would definitely love to see. And that's why, you know, my friends and I and partnering with Concorp, um, we're looking to make Black Excellence 2023 even bigger um, because mm-hmm. we want to create that platform where all of these creatives can really come together and showcase their talent, gain some clientele, but also just gain a new family in terms of network as well. Mm-hmm. Easy. I see your finger up. We only got a little bit of time. I want to give you some of it. Well, and, and, that, and that's the thing, because this is such an important thing. You opened up this door before. And actually, Prestige, I've got a question for you. So, Who's your favorite Spice Girl? Who's your favorite Spice Girl? It's not about me. It's about Elle right now. 
two minutes that we do for behind the brand we always want harry you're right but anyway we always me too <laughs> I always want to give the guests just a little bit of time just for promotion, their Instagram, Twitter, whatever they want to give out for social media, ways to contact them, and any of the events they got in the foreseeable future. L, this time is yours. Go right ahead. All right. So um, first, again, just thank you so much for the opportunity for getting my voice out here um, on this platform. Um, you can find me at a physical location, 1399B State Street in New Haven. Um, my shop is open Friday, Saturday and Sunday between the hours of 11 and 7 or appointment only. Um, you can also reach out to me on Instagram. That is at L.KStyles. And I'm also on Facebook as well, L.K Styling and Design Company. You can always reach out to me in my inbox. You can ask any questions, set up an appointment. Um, again, I'm here for styling services. I'm a designer and also tailoring services as well, too. So I can easily take garments that you already have in your wardrobe, just a quick tighten up, and you have a completely different look as well, too. Um, as far as some events that are coming up, um, be on the lookout for Black Excellence New Haven. That'll be occurring on August 20th this year or 21st. I'm sorry, we just set the date a couple of days ago. Um, okay. In March, I will have um, my campaign um, that will be showcasing menswear inspired looks, um, but with a little bit of a twist. So be on the lookout for that as well, too. But of course, just continue to support me on Instagram. Um, on Facebook, and you can always stop by my shop at 1399B State Street in New York. L, thank you so much for being a part of the Behind the Brand. We appreciate you. Thank you so, so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Most definitely. Myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. This has been Behind the Brand on 103.5 FM, New Haven. Thank you. Trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home We more focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft 